That's a little Blackberry Smoke. Okay. I love me some Blackberry Smoke. That's right. my deal. If I'm riding down the road, I'm listening to Blackberry Smoke. Bars and the beer are back again. Um, it's probably episode 18, 19. Yes, 18. Um, going to go ahead and uh, shout our sponsors out. We got Gary Simmel over here. Gary, uh, Gary, appreciate you letting us use your spot over here at Carolina Mud Works. Hospitality, Heat and Air. Gene uh, and Lisa Lucas. Uh, Haven Miller State Farm. Uh, go see her for all your life insurance, car insurance, home insurance, all that needs right there in uh, Main Street and Rock Hill. Spikes, fresh pork skins, and boiled peanuts. Tony, how's it going today, man? Man, it's going pretty good. It's uh, going pretty good. Had uh, had some stuff going on today. Pretty sad day. I want to speak of that. I want to go ahead and uh, uh, touch base on the last episode. Um, it's not the last time that we're going to touch on that topic. Um, spoke to the girls again, saw them today. Um, they really put everything out on social media. They've gotten a lot of feedback. I personally have gotten an awful lot of feedback. One guy called me yesterday uh, out of Texas and was talking about um, – I'm not going to say any names or anything, but he was just talking about how when he was a kid, um, he remembers having some issues and talking to his parents. And the feedback he got from his parents was basically, you know, like, I'll go run on the treadmill or, you know, go work it off or, you know, suck it up or whatever. And, you know, he's a grown man now, you know, a little bit younger than me, but still in his 30s. And it's still like he still thinks back on that. And he says, you know, um, he just wished it would have went a different way. Right. You know what I mean? But the episode touched him. Like, he spoke on that more than one time about how it was an important thing. The problem I think that we're running into or we're going to run into, and I'm going to reach out to the girls too, is, you know, the next episode I want to talk talk to young men, and that has that's that's a harder – that's a harder group of people to find. I think Joey. I think Joey will be able to help us with his youth and what he has, and the people that he talks to and reaches out. I think that he'll be a pretty good source to help us get a people that couple guys that will do that. Yeah, because you know there is that stigma. But yeah, we're not. You know, we're not done talking about that. We're still going to keep on with that series, especially with the feedback we got. Um, but moving into the the next one now. When I ask you, do you know what? what big event is coming on this Saturday, what are you initially going to say? There's only one event, big <laughs> event. There's another event that's going on, but it is fails in comparison to the Paramount event. <laughs> well, so Tony has his retirement party, of course, on, on Saturday. But outside of that, Rock and Tees, Buck and Bulls and Bull Riding. Got the Bull Riding event coming this weekend. Hayden Tedder's putting that on out there in Catawba. Uh, really want to almost start pushing everything out on social media with that. Um, August 6th, starting at 6 p.m. Um, speaking on that again, because we have a guest today in-house, which is cool because, you know, I love country music anyway. Um, I'm just a fan of music. But we got J.C. Riley. Now, I know you as John Riley, but musically you go by J.C. Riley, correct? Yep, J.C. Riley it is. That's my so-called stage name. So we got John Riley, and then when I perform, it's J.C. Riley, and uh, I, I'm, I guess I'm a different person when I get up there, you know. That's all right. You got to have that trigger to turn you on and off. Like when it's go time, it's go time. So you're you're the headlining event. You're going to be performing afterwards, or you're going to do some stuff in between, or whatever Mr. Tedder wants is what I'll do. But I, I plan to play after the the rodeo and. And I'm kind of excited about that because I really want to see the whole rodeo. I'm going right. to set up. I'm going to watch it because I hadn't seen one in a long time, and I can't wait. Well, that kind of goes hand in hand. You got, the, you got the rodeo, and then you got some good music. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm pumped about it. I want to get, before we get into, like, the rodeo and, and all that, and um, I do try to get a lot of uh, local musicians um, 
I've had some come in. I play a lot of their music, um, whether it be Chase or somebody. I need to get some stuff from you too uh, on my phone so I can throw that on. That can, we can use that for you know introduction music or whatever. But I try to highlight. It's pretty cool when you have somebody that's you know has gone from like playing the local bars, local cool kind of gigs and you kind of starting to make a name and just from what i've looked at social media wise like you're kind of making a name for yourself did you ever see that you would be was it just a fun thing when you started or well that's that's funny you say that about um four years ago no kidding um i'm, I'm gonna start there but then we can kind of go back some but yeah, you do four, what you want four years ago we we're at last call bar okay um my buddy CJ Maltba, we were just all sitting there running mouth. There was a fella playing. I don't even remember. It doesn't matter. And I said, do they pay this guy to, you know, to play and sing and stuff? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, they, they, they pay him. They pay him pretty, pretty decently, you know, for a, for a gig. And I said, oh. <laughs> I said, okay. And I said, he's like, oh, oh, you're wanting to play, are you? And I was like, no, nah, nah, I didn't say that. He said, I just kept my mouth shut. It wasn't long after the the owner of the bar came up and he said, your buddy said you, you can play better than this guy and you can do this and you can do that. And he tell, tell him this long live stuff, just <laughs> messing around. And I said, I didn't say that, but now that you bring it up, I wouldn't mind getting up here and trying this out, you right. know? And, um, at that time I probably had one song memorized one song rest was on paper music. I had some on my phone, YouTube, didn't even really use YouTube yet, and I mean, I didn't really have anything to go off of. I didn't know what this all meant. I didn't know. I, honestly, I said I was going to play. Thought that was it. Well, got there. I think it was on St. Patty's Day, uh, March. It was March 18th. Anyway, it was. Um, I got in there again. I might have had three songs memorized at that point. The rest was shaky, and it was scary. Right. <laughs> when you don't know what you're doing and your sound was horrible. I had this this little PA system at the house I thought was really cool to 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 have and thought I was gonna be, you know, just wanted to have it. So I said, I'm gonna bring that. Knew nothing about sound. Got up there, rocked it out. I did it for free. I did it for free. Um, that was the agreement. He said, If I like you, I'll have you back. And I said, Okay. Well, I didn't plan to come back anyway, but cool. Okay. Well, he liked me. And uh, that was Jackie Dover. And he, he said, come on back. So I came back. I know Jackie. Yeah. yeah. It never stopped. It never stopped. It went from there to the water tank, South Main, Main Street, between Courtney's Barbecue, you name it. Then you just keep getting better. You should get better because if you want it, you keep practicing, you keep learning more songs, and you listen to what people want. And then you start memorizing. Now I've got like 50 songs memorized. And I can read the music too. So it's not like I can't sit there and go, okay, I look at this song and I go, oh, those are the chords. I can do that and play it. If you said, okay, John, I've got these chords right here, and if I know those chords and I know the song somewhat in my head, I could probably pick it. That's the cool thing about it. Right. Um, that was four years ago. Again, never saw it coming, never saw private gigs coming, never thought it would last more than a year. And now, you know, I'm getting to play at a rodeo. I mean, th th that's awesome. I mean, I've played for the, the FFA, uh, one of the agricultural things here in Rock Hill. And, and it, the cool thing about it in the four years is that you meet other musicians 
and then they start thinking highly of you that have done it for a while. And Greg Parrish, um, when mm-hmm. I started out, we ran into each other a few times. He said, hey, I'll help you out. And so he reached out to me, and he's like, I got a place over here. And he, he would always give a good – he'd give me a good reputation per se. I don't know. They'd use, he'd use his word. Right. And they'd say, this guy's good. And he'd go, and they'd go, okay. And then we'd play together too. Now, he does his own thing. I do mine. I'm a little more – I'm not as reserved in things as, as other people are. I'm pretty pretty – I do and say what I want to say. I'm not right. owned by anybody. I will not join up with any of the groups that um, that get gigs for people. It's um, it's all word of mouth. Right. And I'm thankful for that. And right. did you play the guitar for a long time before that? Had you always been playing the guitar? That's, that's crazy. So in, in church – I grew up singing in church. I mean, you know, everybody's got to be in the choir and all this. And then um, I was in the high school corollaires, clever high school corollaires. I, I, I give great credit to uh, Jay Forrest and Kevin Gray, all this stuff they taught me musically. That's Now, that's an award-winning group right there, the corollaires out of Clover. That is a huge group. Seriously, like that, every year they do that Christmas thing, and it sells out. I, I was there when we won, we won state for the first time. I mean, we – you won state and chorus. I mean, like, who knew? I never knew it existed. And so, so we did this, and you just learn so much musically. Well, the only thing I knew how to do was sing classical and 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 opera music. Now you got to understand this. I'm I sing country music. Right. I don't sing opera and I don't sing classical. But that was a stepping stone. And believe it or not, my favorite band's Kiss. How? How do you go country and then kiss and all that stuff? It's like, whoa. I grew up listening to them since I was nine years old. And, and there was some infatuation with the whole fact that these guys could start for so little in 1973 in Coventry, New York, and in and, and this horrible area, and then turn into one of the biggest rock and roll bands that everybody said they weren't going to make it. They didn't, I don't think, knew they were going to make it, but they made it. And so listen to them. I said, I'd like to be on stage one day. You know, you always think you right. want to do something. And uh, But anyway, going back to the question you asked, how long have I been playing? I got a guitar when I was a young man, and we couldn't afford. You're the, still a young man, just well, by the way. A very, very. Okay. Uh, okay. Comparatively speaking. You're I'm talking so, to an old man. I'm sorry. Right. I forget. Right, right, I forget. Right. I'm sorry. I, it, listen, when I was a smaller, younger man. <laughs> Um, 150, 200 pounds ago, I guess, maybe, maybe 150. And, uh, mom got me a guitar. I begged, I don't know how much she had to say for it. They didn't use their money well, let's just say that. And got me a guitar. Oh, you know, how, what do I'm going to, what am I do with this? You know, I'm like, I'm going to play like Paul Stanley at Kiss, you know, don't know a darn thing about it. Knew nothing. So, um, I think I got to go to one or two lessons. And we didn't have the money. So it was one of those things like that was, oh, you know, we scraped this up. Let, let's do it. So I learned two things. I learned tune a guitar and um, <laughs> the other one was you, you got a lot of learning and practice to do because that's it. I mean, like I didn't have – you can't just go to lessons and go, oh, I'm going to learn everything, you know. Right. It wasn't like that. So Especially your second lesson. You just barely <laughs> learned how to pick the guitar right. up at lesson two. It, 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 it was bad. Um, 
and you expect that you're going to come in here and you want to play the songs you love, and then you realize those songs are very hard. These are guys that are experienced. And so, of course, I, I picked out a little bit. That was it. Um, there really wasn't much to that. And as I grew older, my brother and I got in a fight, and he broke the darn thing. And so I didn't have a guitar again. Yeah. And I saw this uh, this magazine one time. Oh, electric guitar, sixty bucks. Oh, mom, I want one of those. You know, so, so Santa brought that. You know, and uh, <laughs> and and so I have this electric guitar. wasn't worth the flip. Still didn't know what I was doing. So that I still got it at the house. My son sees it, and I just keep it as to say, look, I can't show you the broken guitar, but I can show you this one. And then my dad goes to the a pawn shop one time when he was in Massachusetts, brings this guitar. Didn't it was something I couldn't even use. So when my wife and I got together, well, when she was my girlfriend back in 06, we went to a guitar store and bought a $100 acoustic guitar. That's the one I used starting out. This thing was awesome. Still is. I still got it at the, at the house. I've been changing some things up, and I won't use it anymore because I want to break it because it's got a lot of memories to it. It wasn't till that that's when I learned the first song because I knew I was going to sing that at our, I, I guess you could say pre wedding party. I sang, I sang three songs, but I sang one I knew the other two I had to read off sheet music that she held that they meant a lot to me and her. And I wanted to sing them to her. That was it. It took forever. I couldn't walk and chew gum at the same time. I'm telling you, it was horrible. And I said, yeah, I was like, well, I'm glad I got this $100 guitar. I can pick out it at the house, but I ain't really much more going on it. But when, <laughs> and, and like I said, four years ago, but when I was able to play, even for free, that's when I actually started taking it seriously and actually playing. It can be done. It can be done. And, um, you know, I wish I would have, uh, I, I wish I would have had the tools I have now then and i'd be so much more advanced than i am but every day i'm just a basic guitar player it's not even funny you still practice every day though have to practice every day every day when you when you did that first one you said that the guy asked you to come up you went up there and did it you at that point you you knew three songs how often after that did you start popping out and doing shows and doing local stuff pretty regularly like once Regular. a week once a month like it, what it, was it? I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was every other weekend and my wife was asking me you're, you're not gonna make a thing of this are you and i I don't know. It's pretty good, you know. This is pretty fun. I'm enjoying the the spotlight here, and right. and it, it, and I did want to be on stage as a young man. I always wanted to be on stage, and I, you know, I got my babies too, you know. So, um, they're getting older as the years go by as well. So I didn't want to take up every weekend, but that's kind of how it started. It was like every other weekend, the bars. It could be the same bars, and the money was good, but it wasn't. It was good for what I was doing. Like you ain't quitting your job. At that point. No, right. no. Um, but it, there was something about it. It was like a high, and you didn't want to stop. If somebody said, "Oh, could you play?" Oh yeah, I could play. And and you weren't even thinking of anybody else but yourself. I was pretty selfish at first because I was like, "Oh, this is how we get out. This is oh my gosh, you know, this is how we're gonna do this." And oh, I want to get out there. I want to do this. I want to. I didn't have to do it. I don't know. It just ended up working out so well. And again, all word of mouth. The Sometimes it's the same bars, but I don't care. Yeah. I love Clover. Uh, born and raised. You go into that town, everybody knows you. 
and now you can't go anywhere, especially singing. And you, you you're going to talk to people, right. and, and you're going to talk to them a lot more than you did before. Right. Even though they knew you before, they just know you a lot better now. How often are you playing now? <laughs> well, I tried to cut back. I tried, and it, let's just say this: I probably got about here in August, along with the roadie, I probably got seven gigs. The ones you see posted, and then there's private gigs. Right. I could do. Try to knock it back down to three, but we're talking seven in a month. So that could that's two on the weekend. Sometimes I would do two shows in one day. I'd do a private gig, and I'd go from that private gig to the bar because the bar wouldn't have me until eight or nine, and I'd stay there two, 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 three in the morning. When I first started out, I'd do six-hour stints where I'd play for an hour and a half. I'd stop. I'd play for an hour and a half, and, and it, it just keep going. And I used it as practice right? because everybody's drunk. At that point, it's like, <laughs> that sounds I, good. I can start all over again, and they have no clue. I was like, yeah, uh, they don't know. I played that twice already, and right. now it's not like that. I can. Um, I played the water tank last weekend, and I played for three hours straight a different song in those three hours. Yeah, you got to know if you're not – I mean, if, if you're from Clover, you know where that's at, but if you're not from that area, like, that is a it's a pretty big square right there. You got the water tank, you know what I mean? You got Jackie's Place. Um, but have you? Ha, did you get to branch out and go to Lake Wiley any? Or uh, yeah, I've 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 played at Papa Donks. I'll be playing at the the River Hills uh, Community Center um, coming up. You know, and it's funny too because I played there one time, and it, it was actually on uh, St. Patty's Day as well. And and you know what I said? I don't think they're gonna care too much for me, but I'm here, yeah. and uh, had had some friends help me get the gig and. They said, we, we love it. We love it, you know, and they'll love it too. And I said, oh, okay. Yeah, when you get back to River Hills, you tell them Brad Lesmeister said hello. <laughs> oh, it's like that. Oh, man, I would love to hear some stories. But don't don't I, tell them until you're on the way out. Yeah, don't tell oh. them until you're on the way out. Go ahead and play. Yeah. Well, yeah. hey, listen, I can't – I don't even know. Like I said, River Hills, have you heard what I play? <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, Papa Doc's, um, I have – there's a few other I, – I won't name one of the places. I, I didn't care too much for I won't go back there, but we won't go there. Um, I played at 2020 Tavern. That's the Fort Mill side. I've, I've played at uh, Killington's um, with Greg, and, and we played at Carolina Ale House um, before as well, small bar in Fort Mill. I do branch out. I do. It's just when you get – when you're in Clover, and, again, it's word of mouth, and the money's good – and I live two minutes up the road. Yeah, you can't pass on that. I'm not, and and I love everybody. That the 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 response I get from my town is amazing. Yeah, Clover's very supportive. They're supportive of their people for sure. Yes. Yeah. But I, I mean, I'm, I'm pumped. So, so you you knew? Did you know Hayden? I didn't. So that that's a funny story. Um, Ashley Tedder reached out, Luke's cousin, and hey. I need to. I need to reach out. I, I, do, you, do you have a band? Do you have this? Do you have that? And I'm like, hold on. What are you asking? You know, like, <laughs> and and then she gave me a little bit of details. But you need to call Hayden and talk to him. I said, okay. So we got talking on the phone, and I said, man, I, you know, I told him. I said, I'm not a band. I said I can have a band if that's what you want. But you have a band, you can break the bank sometimes too, and then that right. takes a lot of preparation, and you got right. a lot of. I could do enough, a good enough solo acoustic show for anyone. Them not 
for them not to want a band. But anyway, I talked to him about it. He, do you got the equipment? Oh, I got the equipment. I, can, I said, you, rodeo? I said, my music with the rodeo? I said, it'll be perfect. I said, you know, if you want to hire me, that's fine. If you need time to think about it. And I, he, he, he said, no, let's do it. Yeah, he's a solid dude. And I was like, I liked it, but as soon as I talked to him, I was like, he's down to earth. Sometimes you talk to people, you don't know if no, they're going to be down Hayden to earth. No, Hayden Tedder is super down When to you earth. talk to him, like if you were to talk to him on the phone, you'd think you're talking to a, like an older, grown man, a very mature. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he does not carry himself at his age. No. He doesn't. I was very impressed with him. Well, I don't know how old he is. He is, I want to say, he's younger than Brianna, my oldest. She will be 24 in November. So he's got to be 21. Wow. Maybe. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, he he definitely carries himself well. I'm I'm thinking he's around my age. I mean, I can go snooping and go. Oh, I take how old this fella, you know. That. Maybe he's he might be older than uh, his sister who graduated with Brianna. So right. he's probably yeah, 24, 25. Maybe. Yeah, I would say 25, 26. Okay, more. yeah, okay. Because well, he is older than his. I'm not gonna say his sister's name. People don't need to be googling her. Still, he's playing the rodeo. Around. You think he'll play when you and I do it? Did, don't. Oh Listen. wait a minute! Hold no, on, no, no, y'all, no, no, y'all no. gonna get on a bull? Yeah, he's gonna get on a no, bull. No, we're gonna. Brad's, Brad's, I'm not getting on a bull. We're working on it. No, um, that sounds awesome. Yeah, it sounds awesome until I realistically look at it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I can't miss no more days at work. Like, yeah, that. Yeah, I thought about that too. I'm like, I wonder. Eh, we're gonna do it. I would say if it was January, I would probably be more into it because I got weeks that I can take. But I'm pretty much just towards the end of the year. I'm pretty much slim on days I could take off work. I couldn't imagine calling work and going, "Hey, well, you know what happened? Well, what did you do? Well, I rode a bull, and you see, you see what happened." Yeah, was. that short term disability. I got plenty son. of days off. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, exactly. Yeah. And see, he's retired. That's his bucket list. Like I'm not there yet. That's, I still got to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but we're, I'm doing. A, I'm hosting a, um, a fundraiser uh, in a couple months. He's going to be actually in it. He'll have no, to. He'll have to no, dress I'm up. Judging. Like, no, that's not I'm what judging. I was told. I don't care. I was told you're dressing up no, as the woman to, no. to show off the new outfits they no. have for fundraising. I, I you wouldn't said, do that for the kids. You're no, doing. I said I would judge. Are you doing Rocky Horror Picture Show type stuff? No, what are no we it's about? it's something for the kids though. But I was told <laughs> today, as a matter of fact. That when you were participating. I, when her and I first discussed it, and I said, look, I will probably judge. That's not what I heard. Well, we'll see. We'll so see. he's bull riding, and he's going to be a judge in the near future is what I'm getting out of this, right? I, mean, I don't think I'm going to judge, apparently. But it's all right. Sep- separate issue. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Uh, what do you so so if you, you're doing this now you're kind of comfortable where you're at you mm-hmm. don't want to push but do you what is your do you have any plans as far as like where you would like to go or are you just going to let it take you where you where it takes you you know what I'm saying well, like like what do you where do you go that's that's a hard that's a that's an easy and hard question to answer because one I didn't think it was ever going to get this far in the first place and I'm a I'm a big believer in God. I thank God for everything. Jesus Christ is my Savior and Lord. And I will mention that, and I'll always mention it, never ashamed of that. So what does he want? And if he wants it to go to another state or to Nashville or wherever else, it will happen. If he doesn't, it won't. Um, So, again, I didn't think it was going to get this far. And my goal now is to be better – than the last time I played. Right. My goal is to to give people – I want them to be happy. I want them to enjoy it. And does that mean playing cover songs your whole life? Maybe it does. 
Maybe it means, oh, I got, I have a CD. I can play some of the songs and people like it. Maybe they don't like it. You just don't know. Um, I don't think Johnny Cash walking in had that. Who knew he was going to go anywhere? I mean, Jerry right. Lewis, any of these guys, Elvis, they say, oh, you're going to be good. And then some of these people fall off the maps and some of them go on to be legends. So look, at, do I think I'm a legend? Heck no. Am I thankful? Yes. If things go somewhere in the near future, that is awesome. Um, if not, maybe I'm prepping my kids. They love music. Maybe they're getting ready for something one day. I don't know. You're content. But you also talk to a lot of people. And there's some local guys that we know. We play one of their songs, and they're like it is. They're on that mission, you know. And it's and and I don't think there's something. There's nothing wrong with either way, you know. If you're chasing that dream to where you're playing everywhere, you know, you're playing the fifth stage at a at a music festival or something like that. And I, you know, I think the the thing about it is is like you said. I, if you have faith, it doesn't matter how bad you want something. If it is outside of God's will, you don't want to be there. Right. You don't. So, and, and, and to me, I think that just listening to it, I think the contentment and you, you just realizing, I just like playing. You know, whether it's at the water tank of the Grand Ole Opry, you, you don't have to have the other to still enjoy what you're doing. And I think that, I think to go about it with that approach is going to keep you from ever getting frustrated or throwing the guitar away or something like that because mm-hmm. you don't have – because a lot of times people go into this, and, and I think their goals and aspirations, I don't think they realize that it doesn't match up with what the reality is. Unless you can catch a break and get on one of those shows, there's people that play lunchtime in Nashville for 20 years, and they don't ever do anything but go back home and play the water tank. So, you know, there's a lot of people that think, oh, I can play guitar, I can sing. I will have a Luke Bryan bar or something like that mm-hmm. in in that there too so and i just don't i think it's good that you have that approach that i just like what i'm doing yeah if it turns into more it turns into more if i if i drive two minutes down the road and do what i like doing that's good enough for me too so and and that but that's the point right there so that's another thing you can i've heard people that are better than some of the people that are getting the spotlight now on the radio they're here just not what their calling is it's not right. where they're supposed to be yeah they're great and and, and it, there's so many millions that want that i'm i'm not chasing that if i did if i put a little more time into it and i called people up and i said hey i want to play here i want to do this i'll show you i'll show you and i pushed it and pushed it and pushed it but i'm missing the point i serve god first I serve family and friends you know if I'm not taking care of my wife and my kids, that's the first job what I would just it missed matter? out on. What right. would it matter? I mean, I, if you're playing big arenas and this and this, and the people that they're there with you the whole time, then it's not worth it anyway. Now, that it is – I'm sure to do what you see some of them do, it is a single man and a young man's game to go out there and be able to say, okay, if I'm not married, I don't have kids, I can chase it. I can go oh, everywhere. Yeah. I can be in Montana. I can play it. You know, and you can put your name out there. But – even the guys that do that, there is no guarantee that they're ever going to do anything more than what they're doing. Because I do believe it's just a, the right person to hear it at the right time, and that's it. It doesn't matter if you play 300 days a year. I don't think it matters until if the right person hears it and it's the right sound. Because, there, like you said, there are thousands upon thousands upon thousands 
of J.C. Riley's, Greg Parrish, Kyle Deals. They're everywhere all over the place. Yes. So. Well, like I, one of the guys that I – when we started the podcast, I would put his song – I got permission and everything, talked to him, <laughs> put his song on here as like the, the intro. But I was really cool. You know, I loved the song that I heard by him. I heard the song, and he was actually discovered. He was working on a, a rig out, you know, out west. He's Sanders. Do you know what I'm talking about? You said Heath? He's Sanders. Yeah, I've heard of him. Okay, yes, so he was working on an oil rig, um, doing hard, you know, hard work. But he would he would go home and he would sit in front of the his phone or whatever, and he would play stuff on YouTube. You wow. know what I mean? So he would just start singing other people's stuff or whatever. And Bobby Bones, the I mean, he is the man as far as radio in Nashville. Um, Bobby Bones saw the video and invited him on the show just to play the song, and. Not only did he invite him on the show, he invited him on the show and brought three record executives just because he, he thought he sounded that good when he just saw that one video. That's awesome. Had three, and before he left, he had three offers. And then, boom, that was it. That, he the, just, it was just, he just kept going home and he just played. He'd go home the next night and he'd just play a song. And he was just learning other people's songs. And now he's, you know, he's doing his own thing. He's touring with like uh, Justin Moore. Yes. You know what I mean? And, I think those are some of the videos I'd seen, and I was like, man, he can, you know, you, you look at other people, and they give you inspiration. They, they really do. But, again, and the goal might not have been for him to get it big, but it happened, and maybe it was. But if it happens, it happens, and if it doesn't, it doesn't. I'm still thankful. And, you know, it's funny. Um, I also sang in the church, you know, when uh, when I started playing, and, and I got to go, and I'd do a gig. I'd be out till 2 or 3 in the morning, and then I must sing at church stuff I had to also learn and try to do at church. So, And they were high songs. I'm talking high. I mean, I've got a high voice and a low voice. It's weird, but it's a blessing. But I'm dead. Well, I, I, I was drinking then, too. Um, I, I quit drinking. Um, I learned uh, in, in my little four-year time period that um, I became a heavy, 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 heavy drinker in that time period, too. It helped with nerves and and I don't get nervous that much but but it helped became a problem but anyway so I'd stay out all night singing drinking go to church the next day sing in front of the church and just go what in the world am I doing and um, great if you don't like your wife right but if you like your <laughs> wife then that's not the conducive environment to enjoy a marriage my wife has corrected me and um, no, I say I'm a listener, and you don't realize things as much as other people do sometimes. And not that they ask you to quit doing anything, but if you see you're creating problems, it doesn't have to be alcohol. It can be anything. If you're creating problems, fix them. Right, right. If you, you need ca- somebody you to care. tell you it's a problem. If you care. Yeah, you need to have somebody there that will tell you If it's you see you're hurting somebody – and you don't have to, and it's a fixable hurt, Yes. then that just makes sense. Let me ask you this. You said something about um, KISS, right? Yes. That was, that was an influence <laughs> for you. And you, you said, I, how did you get from KISS to, like, I, my music taste goes all the way across <laughs> the spectrum. You know what I mean? All the genres, all that. Um, but there had to be something that got you from KISS to country. So wh- who were your early influences as far as from country? My father, man, let me tell you, he had more country CD. He he was weird like that. I say I'm weird. I, I look in there and got Scorpions, 
to Rat to Hank Williams Jr. to Hank Williams to Alice Cooper to I and, gotta be your dad's age and, and <laughs> David Allen like Coe. If you da- looked in mine, yeah, David Allen Coe is what really struck me and Hank Williams Jr. and the country music because I hear these guys and they were different. Now Dad had Garth Brooks too. It's funny he had all kinds of people, Clint Black, you name it. I mean all these people, and I'm like. Hmm. David and Hank don't give a crap. Yes, I worked worked the money when David Allen Coe played the money. I would have loved it. That was in 1972. No, you're an idiot. Hey, that's all right. You're an idiot. That's all right. I would love to have been there. That dude had some ridiculous writers. Ridiculous. But I mean, it was. Like what he wanted there when he got there and so Man, I'm talking the temperature. If it varied two degrees, he walked off stage. There's a the old door at the money that led out to the to side. The, to the side. He, well, said the if it, side. he said if that door opens one time, I'm walking off stage. And he wow. wanted it. He wanted it hot too. It was hot in there because I was just. You know, I was, it was an off duty job. Right. So I saw him there. I actually saw uh, when Janie Lane from Warrant sang there, and also the lead singer from Quiet Riot. Oh, that's really. And when the lead singer for Quiet Riot had turned into the biggest fitness freak you'd ever seen and as soon as he was done he went back to the hotel Janie Lane from Warrant sat on the the uh, banister and the porch at the money till about 4 in the morning drinking with everybody at the money That's and the dude from Quiet Riot's dead now Janie Lane's still alive <laughs> <laughs> that amazes me that you, I didn't even know that about the money I, the, what I hear from some some of the people that got to see it was Hank Williams Jr. was at the holler in York back in 19 possum holler yes yeah when I heard that, I said... George Strait was in Rock Hill. Who knew? I mean, like, I, why not now? You know, like, I'm, I'm like, man, these are the guys I want to see, you know? Hootie and the Blowfish played at The Money. I yeah. believe it. Now, they yeah. played there before they were big. So, if, George Strait, if, you, if, you come down, if you're coming down 21, like you're going toward Lancaster through Catawba, um, there's a place on the right. If you take a left, you, that's how it takes It's like a little gas station. They got great food. But if you take a left, it takes you the back way to Bowwater towards um, what's the old biker bar? Talking about Koozie's down there. Koozie's down there. If you take a right, I want to say it's like Dunlap Roddy maybe or something like that. Where? If you're going down 21, the four-lane highway, like you're going to Lakester. Right. You'll take a left, and there's like a little gas station. They got a picnic table. That's Harmony there. Road. Okay. Hall Spencer. Go, Hall, okay. Hall Spencer. The, the, there's a place on the right. It's like a mechanical pipe fitting place right that's, there. Um, it's um, – Two foots. It's Rock Hill Industrial. Two okay, foots. that used to be a bar. George Strait played wow. in that bar. Yeah, so yeah. Some I can see people, where you're talking. So some of the older people that are around there are like, yeah, George Strait. I saw yeah. George Strait right there. So that there Rock Hill, a, it's Rock Hill Industrial. Yeah. Wow. See, that that that's the kind of stuff I'd love to just well, – well, speaking of people being seen, it, it, it Jerry Lee Lewis was my first concert, 1995. I think I was nine years old. My father had a good buddy – who flew Jerry's jets. And as a little boy, you didn't know anything. Who's Jerry Lee Lewis? You know, right. You're nine years old. Going to Charlotte, and I'm shaking hands with this man. Panthers, I think, had just came out to become a team in 1995. The only reason I remember that is because we got a Panthers hat signed by Jerry Lee Lewis. And I just remember looking at this fella and going, this is cool. Don't know who he is. And you, you get to ride in the limousine with them. I mean, we just had backstage passes. Didn't even know it. Now I'd appreciate it. Then didn't understand. And great balls of fire. I mean, when we heard this, and this guy's playing with his feet, and I'm like, who is mm-hmm. this guy? And 
now that I go back and look at it and go, man, this guy was the killer. I mean, yeah, like he was the he was the man. I mean, technically, I call he's to me he's rock and roll, but he's country, right. and, and um, and he's he couldn't believe it. Now I go back and look and I go, man, that, I, I appreciate that that moment to get to go there. Um, but I wish I was my age now and getting to go there. Yeah. Because I mean, Charlie Lewis for crying out loud, he was old then. I mean, you know what I mean? And he's and he's still rocking and so rolling. So you would say Jerry Lee Lewis was a, like your your Hank, your David Allen Coe, Jerry Lee Lewis. Yes. That pretty much. So when you. we'd hear David's songs, this is before a lot of them were admitted, and I'm not talking about his dirty stuff. I'm talking about normal albums that nobody seemed to have a problem with then. I just remember hearing these these songs, and man, I'm like this guy. He's is, phenomenal, man. Yeah. He, you take away his raunchiness and stupidity, he is phenomenal. Right. That's some really good songs. Crazy story too. I mean, if you go back and look at his background and go, wow. I mean, go go back and look at some old videos. The man's got these suits on rhinestone. I mean, he was. It's a 180 from yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can't. I I you, I can't. I you know. And then Hank. I'd like to just sit with him. And 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 pick a few. Um, those I admire their music. I still play a lot of their stuff, and I think that's what gets a lot of the bars that I do play at, or even the private gigs that I play at. That's the big influence. A lot of people don't play that stuff anymore. They're more uh, concerned about playing newer stuff. Right. Um, for the younger generation, I don't have a problem with some of that, but I've got a cutoff line. Right. Um, I want to hear your old story. I want to hear your Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash is a big deal to me too. Um, and, and hear those stories. Heck, they're probably all the same chords if I go back and look, but <laughs> right. they just got something about them. And um, so, yeah. You know, funny story. You'll meet Art, the guy I go hunting in Ohio. You'll meet him. He said a uh, long, long time ago, he was at a George, Shon- George Jones show. And, the opening act had came, and it was just a couple minutes after it, and Art was kind of sitting on the aisle and started started screaming, the old, no show Jones, screaming it, no show Jones, <laughs> getting people fired up. He said he felt a hand on his shoulder, and he said, and he looked up, and it was George Jones, and he said, settle down there, young man, the possum's here, and he walked <laughs> on up to the stage, but he was screaming, no show Jones, and he put his hand on his shoulder. I'll, I'll tell you one cool story. I got I to gotta do some more because I heard it when I was younger. My grandmother told me. My mama's side of the family uh, is split up between uh, the Thomases and the Clintons. The Clintons was a little rough. I mean, you know, they had their own gang and stuff. I mean, they was they was a little rough. But on my one of my mother, my grandmother's brothers. I mean, she she had a lot of brothers and sisters. Um, he actually cut Roy Acuff in the face in a bar fight. <laughs> that, that's Roy, when the bars were cool. Roy Acuff, the Hall of Famer, rock, I mean, country music Hall of Fame legend. Cut him, cut him across the face. Well, gave him a scar. Speaking of bar fights, the first time I played at the water tank, now this don't happen anymore, first time I played there, we had so many people from all over the county, different areas. Well, some people just don't get along. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wasn't halfway into that, and there's a fight. And I'm like, well, I'm getting in it too. Yeah. I lay my guitar down, and I go and get in it too. And... When my dad was still alive, he told me after, he said, don't ever do that. He said, boy, you're here to entertain. You're here to play music. And if you wouldn't have stopped playing, maybe these people would have stayed. That's like, uh, what's that, Roadhouse, <laughs> the early part of Roadhouse, when they got the chicken wire oh, up? Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
throwing beer. Is that why uh, Jackie got that sign on the front of uh, his bar that says no colors? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. The, well, they both. Hey, listen. Both both places have been very very entertaining. What I've learned now is if a fight breaks out, and they rarely do, it's just every blue moon, and it's always happen. I, I hate it when it happens if I play, but it can happen, and it's not because of me. It's just just happened to be that night, and um, I learn now. Don't stop playing. Yeah, just keep playing. Don't get excited. Don't go over there. And you stay in your own little space. And I said, okay, I'll do that. I have to talk to myself because I'm a big guy myself, and I like to get into some things. But, you know, yeah. speaking of that, so th- this, is, this is crazy. So I'm branching off here. My mom and my grandmother never got to hear me play and sing in the bars, in the restaurants. Um, my dad did. And, I mean, they're all gone now. Dad just died here in December. And um, my dad was never a big, um, you did good, son. He was not that guy. He was not that. He expected you to, oh, yeah, I love you, and, and you should do good. You know, he wasn't the wow. guy to tell you. And I'll never forget that November I was playing at uh, Papa Doc's, and he brought me an outlaw hat. It's not a cowboy hat. It's an outlaw hat. <laughs> And he, and he put it on my head, and he told me he was proud of me. My dad never told me that stuff. And um, I was like, man, that's weird. Dad did that. And he gave me a hat that fits my head because his head's huge. That means I'm getting huge. And uh, I just laughed about it, and I said, wow, I, I could take that. And he said, you're doing good. And then about a month later, he died. And But but I guess the whole point of it is you, you sometimes you don't – I mean, I don't know. I wish I could play for them still. Or I wish my mom and my grandmother could hear it, um, at least. But you know, you don't get that opportunity all the time. You know, so. right? There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of stories like that. You was talking about. Uh, you wish they get to play. Well, let's go ahead. And I want. I want you. Yeah, you're you gonna play cool. one. You play, play something for us play tonight. Some for us. Now, go ahead and sing I'm it. gonna tell you that this is a Hank cover. I'm not gonna do mine. I'm not gonna do. I love Hank Williams Jr. and most people in Clover, South Carolina, love Hank. And uh, I, I won't get away from that. Rodeo is gonna love Hank oh, too. Yeah. Yeah, let's give people a preview of what they got coming on on Saturday. Tony, I'm going to cut mine and your mic off. I'll cut it down. You're good. Okay, here we go. I got a good woman at home Thinks I do no wrong Sometimes, Lord she just ain't always around And you know that's when I fall Cause I can't help myself at all and I need to get whispering and hellbound Play me some songs about a ram man With a cold one Don't you play some lonesome like a cry Cause I get all bought up inside I need to get whiskey bent hell bound Sure enough about clothes 
Always good to hear Hank. I love me some Hank. Sorry, I couldn't tell how loud I was, fellas. No, it was perfect, dude. No, no, no. I had to, I had control yeah, of the volume was, right it here. It worked good, man. That's pumped good. up. So you're gonna play that again on uh, Saturday, oh, right? Oh yeah. I do, I do a lot of Hank. I mean, I do a lot of David. I do George Strait. I do it all. I mean, I'll do everything from Toby Keith to Johnny Cash, Jerry Lee Lewis. I'll I'll even do uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. I mean, I'm one of those people that that'll that'll look out in the crowd and and watch, and what are people really interested in? Now, will I stray completely from what I normally do? No, but I will watch. Right. And um, will I pull in some of the news? Will I pull in Luke Combs and and stuff like that or Riley Green? Oh yeah, I'll, I'll do that. I like Riley Green. But but again, it's one of those things. It's like, what do the people want? And and that's a big deal to me is is, is watching and and going. What's going to entertain them tonight? Um, the stage setup is going to be pretty cool. I believe he's going to bring a, a gooseneck trailer in there. But that I feel like he he did say he set up the stage with a gooseneck. That's going to be awesome because I got some cool stuff. I'm going to tell you what I'm putting on it. It's it's going to look professional. Um, and you know that's something I really beat myself up. Do I have a wonderful time? Yes. Do I have a great time? Absolutely. But. I got a job to do, and it's to entertain, and it's to. I want everybody else to have as much fun as I'm having, and I want everybody else to be as tired as I am when I'm done, and um, and I want them to go home and say, oh, you know, I, I was satisfied with that. I didn't expect that. I didn't expect that at all, and that's what I really want. So it's going to be that. I am going to do whatever. Hayden wants if he says John play for an hour and a half put on the jukebox uh, play for two hours put on juke play for three hours put on jukebox I'm down with whatever that man wants um, I can't wait to do it um, I even brought in some more speakers it's going to be it's going to be right I'm it, looking forward I, to it I didn't uh, <clears throat> if you wanted to do another one I could do. Facebook on it. I didn't get any video. I meant to get some video while he was oh, playing. Oh, you got another song? You want to play another you song? You play another one? Well, I've got 50 of them memorized, so let's see what I can pull out of my hat right, here, okay? Yeah. yeah, I'd like to have one. I didn't get it. I meant to get some video and just didn't get it. That's fine. Let's let's do some uh let's let's do some Johnny Cash then, shall we? Uh, 
Hearing the train a-coming, rolling round the bend. I ain't seen the sunshine, I don't know when. Though I'm sucking for some prison, time keeps dragging on. But that train keeps rolling down the sand and... I was just a baby, mama told me, son, always be a good boy and don't ever play with guns. So oh, I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. When I hear that whistle blowing, y'all, I hang my head and cry. I bet there's Rick's folks eating and a fancy down the car. Probably drinking coffee and smoking big cigars. Oh, I knew I had it coming. Oh, I can be free. When I see those people moving, oh, that's what tortures me. They freed me from this prison if that railroad train was mine. Probably moving on a little farther down the line. Oh, prison where I'd want to stay. And I'd let that lonesome whistle blow my blues Johnny Cash for us right there, a little Folsom Prison. I like it. I like it. J.C. Riley. He's going to be appearing. Got it right here. August 6th. That's this Saturday at 6 p.m. Uh, Hayden Tedder right there at uh, Rocket Tee, Buck and Bulls, and Bull Riding is going to do a little, little rodeo. Going to have some bull riding out there, championship bull riding. Um, first prize is a cash. It's like 800 added. I think there's going to be a little bit more added into that. Uh, you get a buckle, $70 fee entrance. I think he's already got everybody entered. Uh, I think there was like a timeline. Now, y'all were coming like just once, right? You're going to leave a retirement party, and you're going to jump on in there and get on that bull, and yeah, I, you're going to be there too, right? Yeah, I'm only going to need I'm, eight seconds. I'm not, he can send ooh. my check to me after that. <laughs> so. Lord. Again, let me go ahead and get his address. It's Rockin' T's Ranch, 4651 Curitan Ferry Road, Catawba, South Carolina. You can see it on Facebook under Rockin' T, Buckin' Bulls, and Bull Riding. Um I'm going to go ahead and shout out just for him, his sponsors. You got uh, Jay Robert Hyman at the home team. Let's see, you got Loki, Loki Law Firm. Uh, what else? Fresh Carolina Fresh Farms, Leslie uh, Welding Fabrication, Rogers Grading Incorporated, and uh, let's see, Sweet Cotton Teas and more, I think it is. Sweet Cotton Teas and more. So there's his sponsors. Um, yeah, looking forward to it, man. Two big parties coming out. Tony thinks one's the biggest, but, you know, I what, think that, what other have you got any other um dates things that you want to put out so people can come yeah, see tell you everybody you're, those where you're gonna be okay here we go right here of course the rodeo on eight six and then um on eight eighteen the clover food truck thursday night six thirty p.m um got a, a few private gigs uh, those people know about that and then on eight twenty four at the uh river hills country club i'll be there and then on 826 at R&B Pub House in, in York, South Carolina. Uh, that That's for August. Um, there's a there's a ton more. Just catch me on Facebook, uh, J.C. Riley Music, and you will be able to see uh, more of those dates. 
um, if, if Facebook don't block me or anything. So, um, so <laughs> yeah, give them a little follow, man. Give them a little follow. Let yep. them know what you think. Um, again, that's pretty much it, man. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate you finally got you on. out here, man. I was trying to get you. I needed to get you in here before the rodeo, I, I so we thankful. were able to make make it happen. <laughs> All right, Gary Simmer, we appreciate it right here at Carolina Motor Works Hospitality Heat and Air. Haven Miller State Farm, Spikes, Fresh Pork Skins, and Boiled Peanuts. Tony, you got anything? Nope. Your son talked good, pretty good bit tonight. You yeah, all right, man? Yeah, you need a break? He, he, he gets, he'll he sit over here bit. now. Now, if he gets to talking, we ain't, we're going to have yeah. to go a whole another hour here. <laughs> now, he, he, my son loves to play the guitar. He plays the drums. He is on his game, and I'm even thinking about it. I wanted to put him up on drums uh, th- this weekend, but I told him, well, maybe not yet. And um, he can do it. And it's really awesome, good. Man. My daughter playing the harmonica. She's wanting to learn guitar and stuff too. And I said, well, let's wait. Harmonica's cool. I'm yeah, a big harmonica. Cool. I love harmonica. I mean, how many girls you know do the harmonica? And she we'll we'll do piano man together. And she's on her game, man. I'm not I'm not, I can't make it up. Um so we got some musicians in the family. I even tried to talk my wife into doing a little little jackson. She said, Oh mm-hmm. um so I said, Okay. Oh, a little, little Johnny and Junior. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. Well, we might <laughs> We might come up there one night, ride a bike up, and check you out at that food truck thing Thursday. Yeah, on Thursday night. Pretty good. That's right out. They do it on the uh, at, near the vault. They're gonna do it. Yes. Yeah. So uh, where uh, Boyd's Tire and Appliance yep. is, I got that whole parking lot, and uh, and and I'll be there. Oh yeah. And then in September, I mean, there's so many guys. There's so many big things in September. I'm doing the car show, and um, and I'll also be emceeing for everybody too. I'll be running my mouth up there on the mic in front of everybody. I can't wait to do that. That's gonna be a big stage. And um, it's going to be really, really cool. Well, good, good man. man. I can't wait to come check you out. Yeah, I appreciate you coming too, man. Really, really do. Um, got them sponsors in. Tony, it's good to see you. Good to see you, man. Uh, hope to see you on Saturday, unless you start too early and you don't make it to your party. You ain't got to worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. We appreciate it. Y'all have a good weekend. Thank you.